Hello, and welcome to the Blog You Want and the Time You Have podcast, the show that empowers you to stop making excuses to not blog and realize the potential of content marketing. I'm your host, Scott Winteroth, co-founder of contentacademy.com. I invite you to join me each episode for actionable strategies for elevating your blog to the next level and hear from other content rock stars who will share with you exactly what keeps them on task so you can stop wishing for success and start living to your fullest potential. Ready? Three, two, one, publish. Well, hello, and welcome to episode number 32 of the Blog You Want and the Time You Have podcast. I am Scott Winteroth, your host. And in this episode, I interview the blogger behind the website, internalarchives.com, Binta Dallo. And Binta is about three years into her blog endeavor, and we really sort of talk about how she got her blog started, how she sources ideas for content, and ultimately how she really focuses on creating blog posts of substance rather than kind of pumping out something every day that may be considered thin content. And uh, we talk a little bit about flow blogging, which is a new concept to me, but uh, Binta talks about it and how it works for her, which I think is absolutely fantastic. I'm really excited that she shared, shared that with us on this show. Uh, most importantly, we talked a little bit about how Binta sort of researched the platforms to figure out what was best for her in terms of setting up her WordPress site. And then we're also sort of have a conversation about how she potentially could monetize her efforts to create a sustainable blogging ecosystem. This is a really great interview. I'm really excited to present this to you and I'll let you dive into it into a second but before we do that, I got to give a shout out to the sponsors. Uh, and this episode is sponsored by contentacademy.com, the premier school for learning content strategy. Content Academy offers a 10-week applied content strategy course taught by a 20-year content strategy pro and coach. Rebecca Stewart helps people like you start an exciting and rewarding career in content strategy. Be sure to head on over to contentacademy.com to apply online. And also, I'm very excited to announce the launch of the inaugural Creative Year Ever event. If you are in or near Chicago on December 13th, please head on over to Nextdoor Chicago for the inaugural Creative Year Ever workshop, which I will be sharing some really great productive ideas for making 2019 one of your best years ever, especially when it comes to content and online marketing. If you are not in the Chicago area, that's okay. I am offering a Creative Year Ever workbook that you can download at creativeyourever.com and use it as an exercise to sort of figure out what didn't work, what did work, and who can help you in 2019 to make it your most creative year ever. Uh, be sure to check that out. I'm really excited. I think it's a great program, and I'm really happy to be able to present it to you. And now, with no further ado, let's jump right into the interview with Binta. Binta, say hello and tell us a little bit about your uh, your project. Hey, hey everyone. Um, like Scott said, this is Binta. Binta Jallo is my full name. Uh, my blog is called Internal Archives. Uh, I started this about three years ago now, and I, you know, it's been an interesting journey. Um, primarily, the mission started off as a platform to empower millennials of color to embrace their cultural identities. Um, and I also really wanted our readers to become comfortable with their identities and to promote self-love, cultural awareness, and personal, professional development. So um, it's been pretty interesting so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how, like, you know, how often you post and what, you, and, and, you know, first of all, what's the URL to your blog? 
Yeah. Okay. So it's internalarchives.com. That's the URL. Um, that took a while for me to get because I, I kind of had to pray about the name for a while, and then I finally got it. And so that's what I landed on. Um, so I actually post every every month about three to four times a month. Um, I found this thing called slow blogging, which I really, really appreciated because I, I wanted to be accountable to the amount of times I was able to post. And I found that this schedule worked really well for me as well as for my readers as, as far as, you know, the type of topics that I talk about just to let it sit with people for a little bit instead of posting every day. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what was it? It was called goal, goal blogging? It's called slow blogging. Slow blogging, so, okay. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, so essentially, slow blogging is writing every so often to just remain true to your voice and allowing your audience to really um, take hold of what you're saying. So if I'm talking about something super serious like, um, I don't know, like global depression or homelessness or things like that, something topics that shouldn't be taken lightly, um, you write for a while and then when you post it, you would just allow your audience time to digest this and to um, make comments that they need to to start conversations. And um, that's essentially what that is. Instead of me posting about, you know, five different type of face masks that you can use every year or something like that, it's something that's substantial in the topic. And so um, that's primarily why I think I'm still blogging because I just feel like it allows for me to hit you know, hit home and talk about topics that are super deep instead of talking about something that's um, kind of superficial. Yeah, I, I like that. It makes a lot of sense. And obviously, uh, it's important to you. So that's that's why it gets done, right? Because it's something that's important to you. Yeah. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about you. I mean, what, how, you know, what, what is a typical day like for you? I mean, how do you sort of fit blogging and content creation into your uh, system. I know you mentioned flow blogging, which sounds great, but at the end of the day, yeah. like, do you have particular like goals or objectives that you give to yourself aside from uh, posting something, you know, when you want? Yeah. Um, so basically every day I start off with prayers. So that's my ultimate number one um, thing to do. And I just ask for God to place, you know, blessings in everything that I do. And through that, the words start to slowly form, the ideas start coming. And so I'll be, you know, walking down the street or anything could happen that I'm inspired by. And I just write down a quick line. And then from there, I pull um, together topics that I want to write about. So if I wrote like a quick paragraph or something on my way to work or in an Uber on the bus, um, you know, I just try to hold myself accountable to that schedule as far as um, when creativity moves me. Um, and I do have goals where I do try to at least post on social media at least five times a week, um, if not at least three times a week. And then as far as actually posting for a blog post, um, I usually do it um, at least on Sundays. I'll try to write down three to four different posts and then schedule them out for the remainder of the month of whenever I want to actually post these things. Um, mm-hmm. And if something relevant comes up, so say, you know, something major happens in the news that's relevant to my specific content or storyline, then I'll try to come up with something quickly or on the spot and then just try to revise it and then post it. Mm -hmm. Cool. I love it. Love it. Uh, So what I know, obviously you have your blog, which is on, it looks like it's like a a WordPress site or something like that, or using some type of content management system. 
for your uh, self-hosted blog, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, it looks like you, I mean, what social media platforms do you feel like you participate in that are helpful for your, uh, your efforts? So far, what's been helpful is Instagram and Facebook. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel with Instagram, I'm able to reach people all over the world. I'm able to, you know, sponsor posts if I need to. Mm -hmm. Um, It's relatively cheap if I want to pay, you know, two to five dollars and it reaches over a thousand people. So that's been really helpful for me, Um, especially since I slow blog, sometimes you can run into the issue of people not seeing your, your posts when you do post them because it's been a while since you posted something. So mm-hmm. um, I do try to just kind of revive that by um, either sending out a sponsored post or just reaching out to my audience that I currently have by, you know, commenting on their pictures or, you know, doing those types of things. And on Facebook, I feel like there, you can also reach as many people as Instagram, but on Facebook, you're able to post um, longer things, which I think people appreciate. Um, and I just tried to gear them towards the actual website, which has been helpful because you can, you know, set up the post in a way where they can click on your website or they can click on your profile page. It's just really helpful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Thank you for sharing that information. So listen, I'm looking at your blog and dialing in a little bit. And I know that obviously uh, you have sort of a mission uh, that you've, you've mentioned in terms of sharing ideas and empowering millennials, uh, you know, especially yeah. people of color, which I think is amazing. Uh, I've noticed that you've, you've selected a, a few categories for your site, for example, culture, health and beauty, inspiration and love. Um, you know, tell us a little about your thoughts behind those, behind those categories was that something that you've sort of created uh, after you started or was that something you thought from the beginning that you would want to have those categories? Um, I feel like a few of them came after I started. Definitely the first one for the culture and love, those came prior to me starting. I thought a lot about those. Um, and I'm currently in the process of rebranding because I feel even though I love health and beauty and that's a part of our wellness and that I really truly appreciate about taking care of my body, I just don't believe that that is appropriate for the topics that I'm trying to write now. So I'm just trying to learn more about my audience and what they like, the characteristics of things that they actually enjoy going to and reading. And so those actually may not be up (laughs) soon, but um, for now I do have these, I'm just trying to, you know, just keeping it real. Sometimes your things evolve and you start off with something and you notice that, okay, it was nice for this period of time, but eventually, you know, you do have to change it up a little bit. So I will probably be taking the health and beauty for sure out for a little bit. But um, I I believe that these other categories really encompass what I'm trying to um, share with the world. So I will keep, um, I will keep most of those for the most part. No, that's great. I mean, that's what, that's what I love about this stuff is that you don't know until you, you start, you know, and then we start doing yeah. it and get content out there. Then you, you realize that, Hey, maybe this is not what I want. I mean, how I've done that a million times over the years I've changed yeah. <laughs> stuff up. So I totally understand. So yeah, yeah. I, I've also noticed too, that you, you've been doing some interviews on your site and you, you yeah, yeah. Um, tell us a little about that. I think that's a really cool way to go. Sure. Um, so I'm a huge proponent of um, you know, lifting people up, especially younger people. 
that have been working hard, you know, grinding, hustling for whatever their goal is. And so I noticed that a lot of times we kind of feed into like celebrity news or what people are doing and we don't really find the people that are shining in their communities that are doing amazing things that are younger and more often than not people of color. And so I started reaching out to people that were millennials and um, mostly people of color that are doing amazing things from marketing to um, being a beauty bureau to being a fashion designer, you know, a, a multitude of things. And so um, I just started interviewing them and learning more about how they started, you know, where their story is taking them and how that's important and influential for other people that are growing up, um, you know, in, in younger generations. And so I've been able to meet some amazing people, um, over the last couple of years and that's been really really exciting for me even just to listen to their stories and see that you know it is possible if you want to be an entrepreneur you don't have to work for corporate america or if you want to stay in corporate america and you know start a fashion line that's fine too so um it's just been really inspiring meeting these people yeah that's great that's great also i mean i'm sure it's helpful too because then those people share that content on their profiles and hopefully drive traffic to you. Right. Is that? Yes. Yes. And so that's one. Yeah. 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 Um, I was just going to say that that is really, it's a mutual benefit just because these people for the most part, they have large audiences that follow them already. Some people have over 30,000 people following them or, you know, they might have a smaller audience, but even so that's helpful for your blog because um, then people see it, they go to the interview, then you get more, site visits on your website and they learn more about you and you know they're looking forward to hearing more about these stories and it still helps the person as well because now their work is getting showcased as well yeah for sure for sure so i want to change gears a little bit um and i know when we first met you were just getting things started so uh i've had had a little bit of the pleasure to sort of watch you kind of watch uh your sort of idea unfold uh, which is great. So I was hoping you could kind of kind of walk us through a little bit of how you kind of like went from idea to this is something you mm-hmm. wanted to do to like, okay, I've got a WordPress site and I have domain name and, and, and a, a WordPress thing going. Like, um, can you share a little bit about that story? Kind of like just how, if someone was getting started, like how you kind of went down that path? Yeah. Um, so honestly, I watched a lot of YouTube. Um, I went to different classes and just tried to soak in as much as I can and be a sponge to people that have been doing this for years. And, you know, I asked different people, you know, how did you get started? What should I do? What should I look into? I did a lot of research on um, what was the best hosting platform. Um, if Do I need to be self-hosted or do I want to, you know, have someone else own my content? So I really just did a lot of research on what would be best for me. And mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted my website to be a certain way. And I knew that, you know, if you go through certain platforms, um, they essentially construct shut you down and they own your product so I didn't want to put all this work into it and then like two years later it's it's gone because of something so I did a lot of research and so that would be my number one tip to people that are starting blogs is to definitely do your research on platforms and you know just what's best for you especially money-wise as far as paying for um, you know security and things like that, I I chose to go through WordPress and go through SiteGround, and that was helpful for me. Um, and just kind of played around on the different platforms to see what was easiest 
to use because I'm not a coder by any means, but um, I didn't want to pay, you know, a lot of money to have someone create this for me. So I did a lot of research as well on what would be the most user-friendly platform for me to use. And once I found that, I slowly started to enjoy it and and I learned how to do certain coding things that I needed and how to make it look a certain way. And it did take a really long time. Um, It's just a lot of patience is definitely key. Um, If you want it to be the way that you want it to look, you just have to be patient and and deal with revisions. I know um, before I got my website up, it looked a totally different way than it looks now. And now, you know, I'm, I'm relatively happy with it. But like I said, I'm always evolving. So there's chances that it could change eventually. But Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had to look into the themes that I wanted. Um, so some people, you know, they like minimalistic things or they want it to look like a journal or however you want it to look like. Um, just try to envision that and possibly look into different people whose blogs that you actually enjoy and see what makes theirs unique and, you know, kind of pull from them as inspiration. Um, that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a long, a long story, but no, I thank it you took for a lot. That's great. <laughs> You're I mean, welcome. It's actually like, it's, I, I love it because um, I know when I started my country music blog years ago, I sort of had a vision for what I wanted in my mind you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, sort of to, to buckle up what you were saying in terms of praying for what I wanted and I got it. I just, it took time to build, but I built it myself. So, so I totally understand. Uh, And the right, the right thing will come along at the right time, uh, which is good. So, yeah, that's so true. Cool. So, I mean, right now it's, it sort of seems, and please correct me if I'm wrong, you know, internal archives is sort of like a passion project for you at this particular moment. Uh, you're using it as a way to express yourself and to uh, make a platform for people uh, who you want to sort of expose. Um, but is there any idea for creating some type of, you know, monetizing it or doing anything like that in the future uh, that would be a way to create, um, uh, you know, a way to, to sort of build a return on your investment? Have you thought about that yet? Are you working on that? Or, yeah, or what's, what's yeah. kind of your thought behind that? If you don't mind. Yeah, me. you know. Oh, no, I I don't mind at all. Um, Actually, I'm glad that you asked because it's kind of just, uh, you know, that's just a sign that I need to keep going. Um, I have been thinking about that for a while. Honestly, if I could travel the world and write, I would do that for the rest of my life. And, you know, I, I started this seriously as a passion project. I wasn't expecting to get any money out of it, but I've had, you know, tremendous opportunities come out of it. I was able to go um, to the Chicago premiere of Black Panther from this. Like Mm -hmm. I was able to do a few things um, just from taking that leap of faith and and trying. And, you know, I was able to inspire people. So um, as far as monetizing it, I have been looking into ways of doing that. And I'm still learning as far as what would be the best way if that, if I'm going to go about through advertisements or sponsorships or anything like that I, I am still looking into it and so um that is you know next in my goal list and I am going to go to a workshop um coming up and talking about using uh, social change and strategy mm-hmm. and so that is one thing that I I am going to look into but I just want to make sure that I pre-plan I know that you know we can plan as much as we can but God has you know mysterious ways and how he works on things but mm-hmm. I know that everything happens for a reason and so um as cliche as it sounds it's so true um and I actually work 
um, at an organization now called Iman, the Inner City Muslim Action Network, and I work on arts and culture, and um, it's been able to inspire me so much as far as, you know, looking into grants and everything. I know there's so much out there that's of people that support the arts, and writing is definitely um, an art that we shouldn't lose. So I know that there's a way that I can get funding for this, but mm-hmm. I just need to be strategic about it. Yeah, I, that's great. I'm glad you're thinking deep about it because I think that um, I do have like sort of like a tidbit for that. You know, the only thing when it comes to advertising is that mm-hmm. if, as soon as you advertise, then all the you're, right now your 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 product is your content, right? Your, right. your blog is your, your blog is the product, and your community that you that you sort of create around your blog is an organic mm-hmm. community that you can reach, and they trust you, and you build that trust and all that stuff. As soon as you mm-hmm. as soon as you bring in advertisers, then all of a sudden the product becomes your community, right? Because you're trying mm-hmm. to put you're trying to put people in front of advertisements, right? So sometimes mm-hmm. there can be a little bit of a dynamic shift that you maybe want mm-hmm. to uh, sort of consider. Um, I think if you can get sort of subsidized through the writing part of it and the, and the art and culture, I think that's definitely a way to go. Um, but it's not always easy. And sometimes you got to, and I know, I know you're a smart woman, so you'll, you'll figure out the right thing for you, <laughs> but, but, ultimately, Thank you. <laughs> but ultimately, uh, yeah, I just know for me, I, I love the idea of advertising, but I just feel like it's, I've always worried some because it's like, then you're sort of like, you're responsible to the advertisers and not your community. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so true. And that's why I I considered not really monetizing this because that wasn't the, that wasn't the the gold for me. You know, I really just wanted to inspire people because I did have a job, you know, for the last couple of years, I'm very grateful for, but, Mm -hmm. um, that's why I just wanted to do this as a passion. But obviously, like, if you're putting so much effort and work into something, you should be getting compensated for your time, which I realize. And, you know, so, you know, God willing, we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, it's, you know, it's interesting because at the same time I was with my country music blog, I was doing it and I really didn't start it off to do it to make it a job kind of thing. I was just doing it to, to have fun. And um, to mm-hmm. sort of build respect among the community. The problem is, like, mm-hmm. at some point, you put so much time and your own resources into it that you just, you're like, okay, I need to make some type of return on my investment, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's always good to keep some type of sustainable system in mind. But launching mm-hmm. that is a hard part. So, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. But you always have to start somewhere. Because I, I have realized, even if I can afford to get someone to pay for, you know, the maintenance fees or mm-hmm. for security, you know, that's about, I don't know, about $300 or so. So if mm-hmm. I can get someone to pay for that, I will be happy. <laughs> right, right, exactly. That's just that the hosting alone can be a couple hundred bucks, you know, just to keep things. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. So, all right, well, this has been great. I do have a couple of final questions if you uh don't mind. So ultimately, um, yeah. I mean, has there, has there been a, a, a one of your, have you really figured out, one of your, ugh, I've screwed up that question. Let me start over on that one. Um, okay. Has there, has there been a moment that you uh, feel like has been a really a rewarding achievement so far? And if so, what would that, what would that be? Oh, yes. Um, so last year, my alum school, um, Illinois State University, they actually posted about um, my achievements in a kind of a star to watch section in the alumni uh, magazine that mm-hmm. goes out to everyone. And so when I saw that, I was so I was just elated because I, I didn't think that anyone was really paying attention to my, you know, my little blog. But 
um, someone read it and someone really saw something in it and they posted it. And it, I was amongst people that were doing, you know, some amazing things in our alumni network. So I just felt really grateful, but I also felt I held a sense of responsibility to keep going. And so that was one of the biggest accomplishments as far as um, my blog so far. And also just meeting some amazing people. Like you just don't know who's out there until you really reach out to them and, you know, just contact them and let them know what you're doing. People are there to support you. So those have been the two major accomplishments for me so far. Awesome. That's great. I know that's a, that makes it all worthwhile sometimes, which is, which is yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Benta, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Give us, give us another, uh, give, tell us again where people can find you on the web. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at internalarchives.com. Um, and then you can also find me on my website, internalarchives.com. <laughs> cool. That's great. That's great. Benta, uh, I w- I'm going to ask you to be on again soon because I know you're a mover and a shaker and I'm sure you'll have lots more to talk about in a couple months. Oh, wow. So yeah, I'd love to get you back on the show at some point soon. But I think that's a great wrap. I think we covered a lot of really interesting points. And if anything, I hope your story, I don't, I just say hope. I know your story will inspire people to, to get Thank the blog you. started and, and get the blog they want so they can achieve their goals as well. Um, so Thank you. So yeah, cool. Thank you so much. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of the blog. You want the time you have. Thank you so much for listening to the entire show. If you have any questions or feedback, please head on over to thebloggewant.com and you'll find a way to get in touch with me directly as well as uh, learn about other tips and resources, including the seven-day blogging challenge you can take to amp up your blogging game. I'd like to also invite you to join our blogging productivity group on Facebook where we get together to talk about blogging tips, productivity strategies, and other ways to amp up your online marketing game. Uh, Find more information about that in the show notes or go to blogyouwant.com. And also be sure to check out our sponsor, contentacademy.com, to learn more about the 10-week applied content strategy course. And finally, I would really appreciate it if you'd leave a review for this particular podcast. That really helps us reach new people to help get more people into our blogging productivity community to share more ideas and collaborate. And also be sure to subscribe to get the next episode in your feed. Thank you.